Hi and welcome back to the Tennis Betting Podcast. Uh, <coughs> let's start with yesterday. Um, we will start with the blended card, which is sort of how uh, grass has been run previously um, and how we will default it unless we get uh, wiser uh, <coughs> in terms of the pure card um, and decided that's better. So far, not the case, but. Yesterday we had three matches on the blend. It was Misetti, Gasquet and Freck and they all won. So that's five units gained there. Uh, very solid day. I think even if you were, st if you stayed away from Freck, which you might have been tempted to do since she was playing a, a Brit, um, you would have still gained three units on the two there, the Musetti and the Gasquet matches, which were pretty straightforward. Uh, nice bets indeed so very good um, on the pure card uh, let's look at it uh, we had quite a lot of matches I think it was three and six so not the best in results really six units now so we definitely not gonna switch over to to um, to pure grass anytime soon by the looks of it but we'll need to continue following it and tracking it for sure because um, it, it's still not really decisive there are still small margins that are tipping it over just like the day before with Bellier there I think Feliciano Lopez was a great pick at 3.6 plus 260 um, I think he needed in the heat he needed that first set he lost 7-5 in the first set tiebreaker but at that price that, that was certainly pretty good um, and obviously he's a 10 unit swing then you got others like Berrettini being rusty obviously always going to be a bit out there Niemeyer beating uh, uh, and getting beat by Watson obviously uh, definitely risky the only one that's really poor apart from Berrettini which we knew could be poor because he's just unknown quantity at this point but was Kubler Kubler really came out a dud uh, he should have done better, you think, at three units there, so he's a bit of a, a bad one. But, um, you know, like I said, Lopez winning, taking that first set, I think that's a different match. Uh, good value, That's that would have swung it 10 units. I still don't want to say. Um, there's very little that's actually swung it this way in that sense. We've got to keep running it for a bit. I think um, for this card... Uh, maybe enough to run this week or whatever but even if we have to wait uh, to switch into the pure card if that's what we do until Wimbledon because it's the best way forward then that's what we will do I think it's it's the sort of last couple of weeks of grass when we want to <coughs> really uh, reap the benefits of this I was seeing someone posting some statistical data about how he saw the return on average uh, return on investment really uh, drop off for for favorites and he was losing over the last 10-13 years on favorites but gaining on underdogs uh, on grass so that's interesting how you know there, there's, a, there's a gap between um, there's a gap that's obviously smaller between an underdog and a favorite on grass. Uh, it equalizes it a little bit, but the market doesn't seem to fully appreciate that. Um, I didn't really dig into it too deeply with him because um, I ended up doing other things. But 
it's also worth mentioning i think you know he talks about the 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 pinnacle ending price so when he talks about underdog he just means price wise just like you know we only play favorites here on the card we only put a 60% favorite doesn't mean the market sees it that way obviously when we got big value uh, it means the market's actually you know we got some today over 2.0 which are technically underdogs by the market but we clearly see them as favorites so not sure which category um, they should actually be in if they should be in an underdog category or not because if we don't see them as one then course they kind of aren't let's move into matches instead of, of just talking about this now uh, and see how we do today so let's start with our blended grass card and we will start in her talking Bosch uh, actually we really won't start talking Bosch because there's no value there for the men uh, so we'll go to Stuttgart where we got the uh, Mote and he's up against Karatsev Mute at 2.34 like that odds 61% uh, so he just sneaks into the card here two units don't think I've seen Karatsev do much on the grass really um, so happy to take that see how that goes um, nothing else there uh, also looking through the challenger in Nottingham um, nothing coming out of that one either uh, prices might move a little bit we might get something later on I'll keep an eye on it then we'll go Hertogenbosch for the women's and we got Kirkhove uh, Leslie Kirkhove against Kimberly Burrell Kirkhove 2.38 plus 138 68% there for 3 units and that's all the value we're seeing there um, I think Rodina is an interesting one there though today. 9.6 plus 860 against Alexandrova. You know, it's, it's, uh, I think I have a 33% Rodina. So for, for me, that's a big three unit value in terms of how much value you get against Alexandrova. I don't think Alexandrova has to have much of an off day for this to get competitive, really. So interesting one there maybe find some sort of uh, underdog play on that then we have women's in Nottingham where we got uh, Golubek against Teichmann Golubek at 1.71 minus 141 have a 74% there for two units and then also Alice Cornet 2.2 plus 120 72% for three units Cornet comes with the same flag as we put on Freck yesterday up against Katie Swan um, not sure how much Cornet has been playing on the grass but I doubt it's a lot and I would see I feel like Katie Swan is going to have a pretty decent chance here so that's definitely one where we have the slight uh, flag on okay uh, that's it uh, I will also go through the the pure card as well super volatile of course um and we actually have some challenger matches showing up on that card as well so let let me let me do those first challenger in nottingham which has no value on the blended but it has some pure value which we'll go through here uh start with jir vesely against kupfer he's 
2.26 plus 126, uh, 70% there, 3 units, that is Grenier against Choinsky Grenier at 1.61, minus 164, 82% for 2 units, very close to 3 there. Uh, then we got Dennis Kudla against Stricker, Kudla at 2.1, plus 110, he's at 70%, 20, 3 units there at 70%. And then Svaida finally against Kokinaki. Svaida at 3.9 plus 290. Really out there in that price, I must say. Don't see how Kokinaki can be such a favorite here. Uh, just coming into grass. Um, 64%, three units there on Svaida. That's an interesting one, I think. These are all in the challengers, obviously, so we'll put them on our challenger card. She doesn't get to see too much action. And let's do the pure grass just so we see what's going on there today. Um, it's usually pretty wild. Uh, nothing changes there today. So let's see how it plays out. We got her Togenbosch first. We go Nakashima against Reservoir. Nakashima at 1.83, minus 122 units at 68%, then we also got Barankis there, 1.96, finally the markets are sort of at least recognizing that Barankis you know, can play on grass, um, still you know, uh, getting good value here, but uh, at least he's he's being recognized at, you know, capable of holding a racket, uh, 1.96 minus 104, 77% there for three units on Barankis, and we got a move to Stuttgart, where we got Oscar Otte first against Barrera, 1.77, minus 132 units at 67%. Then we got Moti again, he's overlapping here on the two cards, um, 2.34, uh, plus 134, same price of course, 72% uh, there for three units on this card. And then we got O'Connell as well against Altmaier. O'Connell at 65% for one unit, 1 1.8, which is minus 125 on O'Connell. That's it. Now let's move to the women's side uh, to see what we got. So, in her Torgenbosch, we currently only have the one match still, and that's Kirkover again, 2.38. Um, plus 138, we have her against Burrell at 87% for 3 units, so she becomes a bigger favorite here. She's an overlapping player, uh, obviously, and uh, nothing else at the moment there. We'll go Nottingham, where we have Harriet Dart at 1.99, minus 101, uh, 60. 3% for 2 units, quite like that one against Moreno, uh, like her on the grass there, really knows how to play it. Um, and then we got Golubic against Teichmann, Golubic 1.71, uh, also double up here, uh, minus 141, 88% for 3 units here on Golubic. And then we finally finish off with Cornet again, 2.2. Uh, with the warning sign, plus 120, 73% there for, 20, for 3 units, so that's it, that is obviously the busy card, we're going to keep an eye on it, see if it
continues to struggle as a pure card or if it picks up and and puts uh, puts our blended card to the test could be that we should just stick with blended like we have for some tournaments uh we don't just switch over before we have any sort of indication the french it took us um sort of through qualifying really to see what was going on there and then it was a no-brainer so we'll give it some time to see uh, uh, how it all settles uh, so sum up the the, the pure card Nakashima Barankis, Otte, Mote, O'Connell, Kirkov, Dart, Golubic and Cornet in the challengers we have a pure card as well which was Wesley, Grenier, Kudla and Svaida and then back up to our blended card uh, is Mote, Kirkove, Golubic and Cornet. Obviously Cornet up against the Brit there, so careful on that one. Um, that sums it up. A bit of a long one, but uh, lots to talk about really. Um, could keep talking about tennis for a long, long time, but uh, I'm trying to keep this nice and short and sweet just to get the value out there for you guys. So, thanks for listening. Have a nice betting day. Enjoy the tennis. I'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye.